With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to love we just can't have attachment but we will love you so i can love a fucking dog outside and have no type of attachment attachment comes with love that's just it they don't teach you how to have love and not have the attachment at the same time it is a natural impulse to you fall in love and you form a fucking attachment so if you're gonna true because i can i work with kids and i have an attachment to them somewhat that's a different type of, <laughs> like, relationship, though. Well, you haven't read V for Vendetta, but the whole part when, uh, what do you call it? When V hands the note and w- when she's in the prison, it's like, I love you, I've never met you, but I love you. That's what you're supposed to do. I love everybody in the galaxy. I will die for you without even thinking about it. But I don't need to know you. That's not important. They don't teach you, like, from what I'm seeing, they're not teaching you how to control, keep that shit, like, anything under control. Like, that there whole... There wasn't enough time in fear, the movies to show that. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate, hate leads, leads to, to suffering. suffering. Like, goddamn it. You know what? Then teach me how not to hate. Teach me how not to fucking... You know what I mean? Just teach me the fucking process. I'm not seeing that. I'm teach Like, you're, you're showing me, like, all the other cool Jedi skills, but I'm not yeah, seeing that. Like, you can't... You that. can't tell people don't hate that's just you know shit happens to you especially after a fucking traumatic fucking experience are you shitting me but he's a bitch you have to fucking or get the kid into some fucking therapy don't just be like therapy at that point they didn't get your shit together it's fucking science fiction you should have a fucking you should have some fucking science fiction fucking therapist really the mass is supposed to be the therapist that's not fucking good no 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 come on Obi-Wan did the best he fucking could. That kid, and you saw it in the second when he was a fucking ignorant ass. Like, he didn't want to listen to him. This is why parents... Oh, go save Obi-Wan. Niggas, stay where you're at. That was your whole purpose. That's way too much fucking responsibility on a person. You can't be the guidance counselor and the psychologist and the fucking therapist and the fucking mommy and the fucking daddy. You were socially trained, though. As a Padawan, you are are trained to deal with those type of things so that Mm -hmm. way... When the time comes for you to be a master, you can do the same thing. You're passing it on. But this, they're not they're, teaching him like those life skills, like. But but that's that but you're talking happen, about it in this kind of society. But in their society, that's what they're taught. They're not doing a good job. Well, yeah. but that's define how they're not doing a good job, though. Because did, Anakin did you fell. Ever show examples of that? Like everybody just seems like naturally zen. Like this is the way shit is. I'm sorry, but ha- what happened problems. to Obi that he got to that point? Didn't his master get fucking wrecked in front of him? Yeah. Okay. And guess what? They don't talk about it in the movies. He also fell in love, and his fucking boo died. He didn't fall. That is true. Uh. 
Uh, yeah. It's true. I'm not saying that because bad shit happens to you, you're going to fall. But you have to be given the tools so that you but can you, handle but, your shit. But to go back to so what, that when bad shit happens, but you to don't go back fall. To what Johnny was saying though. Um. Oh shit. I'm sorry. To go back to what Johnny was saying, Obi Wan fell in love, right? And that just makes him stronger than what mentally stronger or superior than Anakin. Anakin was fucking weak. He wasn't raised around the Jedi and all that. He got there when he was like ten. He was too old. Originally, if you read the some of the books, the the Jedi get their kids from like what four or five. Yeah, about. And then they train them. So that means that they had that training from four or five, not at ten. There's a di- by the time you're ten, you already have a stronger you have a stronger sense of self than you do at four or five. So at four or five is uh, you know it's easy to teach somebody something, <clears throat> whereas ten. That you already you're already you developed your own personality so exactly. and thoughts already on the matter. So then now you're ten and you're already being shoved all this shit that you may or may not believe. So if, if I'm ten and you're telling me I can't love somebody or I can't have a girlfriend, nigga, I done seen Spice Channel already. I know what I want. <laughs> you like if you tell me that shit, I'm, I'm gonna look at you like you're crazy. But if I'm four or five and I have not been subjected to that, then it's it's nothing. It is nothing. Case in point, Anakin's still a bitch, though. But, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like Sparta, where they, they take the little boys away, like, at a young age to, like, train them and whatever. Okay, that's fine. But, well, actually, I'm not down with that. Fuck Sparta. Um, that, that, that was a terrible, terrible strategy. But anyway, the thing with Anakin, though, they already knew that he was old. And other than objecting that, like, oh, it's a bad idea. You shouldn't take him on as an apprentice. They didn't take that into consideration. So that's it. They're just telling him, like, oh, well, you can't hate. Oh, no, you can't be pissed at the people that murdered your it's fucking mom. Like the niggas wanted him in there in the first place. He's like, yo, he's too old. No. Qui-Gon Jinn was a little bitch-ass motherfucker. You still my nigga, Liam Neeson. I still <laughs> fucked with that character. But. But. Qui-Gon was going to train the motherfucker regardless. He's like, I'm not allowed to train you, so I want you to stick close and use the force to try to learn shit. Blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up! Just take the motherfucker back to Tatooine and let him fix shit. Otherwise, this shit wouldn't have happened. Qui-Gon would still be alive and kicking with his green lightsaber. That was my guy. He was so fucking wise. Fuck Yoda. I take that back. He took him back instantly. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. They just, like, put so much pressure on this fucking kid. Well, no, you can't do that. Well, no, you can't do that. But fucking teach me how. It's like a little kid. Like, you teach, well, you tell them, oh, don't touch the stove. Or, you know, don't do this. You have to be told why not. Because as a fucking kid, you know what? If you tell me not to do something, bitch, I'm gonna fucking do it. um, Fucking stubborn motherfucking kids are still gonna touch the shit. And Anakin looks like a stubborn motherfucker. But at least you have to establish that foundation. Like, it's really bad. You can't just tell a kid don't touch the stove. You let them know, like, Oh, I'm it's sorry, but fucking I hot. Wasn't this it like is when why Anakin find, found out that stove. his mom got killed and he killed all like the slavers? He was super depressed about like why the fuck did I do it? That is true. And then he falls again later. So you I mean hate to tell, them. So you mean to tell me what the example is like? You put your hand on the stove, you burn the shit out of your hands, then you're like your hands heal up. I'm gonna do it again. They like, should offer better fucking intervention though. Did they find they would, did they but know? But, they, but they didn't know. They didn't What's know. What's better intervention than experience at this point? He experienced it and he did it again. Like, what the fuck? And he felt fucking terrible. Terrible. I shouldn't have done it. It's not the Jedi way. Why am I quoting Star Wars? Anyway. 
Like, you can't. He's he's a he's a fuck up. Not Plain everybody is like that. They know that he's a stubborn ass motherfucker. Help him put that shit into fucking check. You, really? You can't, you can't lead a horse to water if he does not want to drink. Yeah, but you have to kind of give him the fucking tools. You can't just be like, don't do that shit. Amanda, really? he had the tools. Obi-Wan gave him the tools. Whether he chose to use it is up to him. They half-ass half gave him the fucking tools. Oh, no. He wasn't like all the other little Spartan <coughs> children. He was Okay, so they know it's a fucking special circumstance, so you have to fucking adjust it. Don't be like the but fucking... They were pretty much fucking no. forced. Don't they be were like forced. the fucking public school system where it's like all children learn the same fucking way. And if you don't fucking learn this way, you're fucked up. There's I, something wrong with you. Not everybody learns the same fucking way, motherfucker. Really? Uh, I can't believe we're getting into a Star Wars debate this late at <laughs> night. But uh, case in point, Anakin's still a little biatch. Rolando, what you think? I agree with Tucson. Only because at the end of the day, he definitely is. Like, he fucked up on all levels. Regardless of what he was taught. One through ten. I'm not saying he didn't fuck up. He fucked up, yes. But it's not this one way, my way, or the highway bullshit. You need to fucking adjust. That I feel like that's not the underlying lesson of Star Wars, but it's a major fucking lesson that it's like... This is the way you do things. This is the only fucking way. And that's it. That's why I'm like, oh, you're totally like the Catholic Church. And I can what? say that. Because- oh, oh, oh. But, okay, let me tell you. This man's sins followed him. Followed him. and affected his whole family. It's to a point where his grandson is now in the Sith. And by the way, Kylo Ren is a big, big, big bitch. Just like his grandfather. A big bitch. Like, he caught a fucking temper tantrum. The girl escaped. Uh, I'm gonna fucking break the computer with my lightsaber. Isn't it nice and red? And then you wanna fucking kill Han Solo? Who the fuck kills Han? How do you kill Indiana Jones, dog? How do you kill Indiana Jones? Sorry, I got you. Like, how do you... uh, Could you tell me? Could you tell me, dog? Can you tell... How do you fucking kill Indiana Jones? Oh, take this. I need you to help cleanse me of my sins. And just commit, thou shalt not kill. Okay? Thou shalt not kill Indiana fucking Jones. That was a fucking class. You killed off Han Solo. Okay? That was my nigga. Fuck Luke. What about Han? Look, you ever thought about this? Han always got the shit end of the stick. Even though Harrison Ford wanted to lead the series in um, Empire Strikes Back. But he got the fucking short end of the stick. Kind of carbonite my nigga. Like, who does that? Then you want to sell him the job of fat ass the hut? I mean, the oh, so it's better. I mean, I feel you, but I say kill me. Don't fucking freeze me and have me sitting there watching you just have your fat ass up there with Leia looking all sexy in that sleeve uniform. Go ahead, Carrie Fisher, with your old school sexy ass. He was, he was nice. God bless you. Uh, all right, I'm back. My bad. But yeah, Colorado was definitely an asshole though. What, you don't have any more arguments about this? I don't know. Oh, Han Solo was definitely the sexier bitch. Luke was never sexy. It was like, oh yeah, Han Solo's the one. I feel like he got the short end of the stick because Star Wars is super, like, moralistic. Like, good versus bad and whatever. And Han Solo wasn't exactly the Boy Scout or whatever. So I feel like, yeah, that's probably why he got the short end of the stick. 
But yeah, Luke Skywalker was never sexy. Han Solo was a sexy bitch. You ever thought about that? He he kissed his sister on the lips, bro. Yeah, that's true. He kissed his sister in the lips. He's a, the Skywalker is some incestuous. I mean, come on. It is yeah. In his defense, I was technically retcon because everybody actually liked Han by that point. He was they weren't going to be related. That was like shoehorned in because everybody's like, "Fuck Luke." Everybody likes Han. Yeah, I mean, Luke was the original Dundada for the Jedi. I mean, I feel you. He was that guy. But Han Solo all the way. Like, if they did a death battle on Luke versus Han, I'm betting all my money on Chewie. Because <laughs> it's going to be Chewie that's going to take him out. Because Chewie's going to be sitting there. He's going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Han, just move him that way. And then he gets killed by a meteor. Yeah. That did suck, didn't it? Yeah, I think he's kind of depressed now. Any other arguments about why? Don't fucking start. Anakin's a bitch. Anakin's no, a bitch. I wasn't talking about that. I'm, okay, you had to well, go down the Chewy route, did you? Yeah. Fuck you. You know, <laughs> that was my guy. That was my guy. So we all agree that he's a bitch? Except for Amanda. She'll see it one day. She has to watch the movies again. I have, like, an underdog complex. But he wasn't the underdog, though. He's the underdog in the context that he's the serial murderer. Yeah, I have, like, an underdog thing. I think you should. You might want to just stick to the Mets as being like the, the underdog defend, rather no, than the No, fuck the Mets. Fuck that. No, no, no. You're right. The Knicks are serious underdogs. I'm more underdogs. like a defendant than prosecution side. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean by that? Like, cause he was whiny throughout the entire movie. Especially episode two. I'm not defending the old movies. I'm defending the character, the premise. You know. Which is that everybody fucked up except for him. Cause it sounds like you're defending him a lot. No, 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 no. no. I. Agree in this. I think in the old movies, I've res- I've already told you I love Darth Vader. I hate Anakin Skywalker because in the original series, Darth Vader was a redeemed father, and that's it. You didn't know the context of his sins. It's just he fell. He fell in some way. He lost his arm, and he's connected to Luke, and he's a mirror image of what Luke could be. Mm-hmm. When you go and you make the the fucking other movies, and you turn it into Something that's kind of like a bastardization of Twilight and Seventh Heaven and Star Trek. If you didn't actually read Star Trek, then I have a fucking problem with you touching my the things I like. I don't know if it was the way I was exposed to Star Wars that I saw the old movies like when I was in third or fourth grade. This was before like the new ones came out, but like kind of a few months before they came out. And the way that my aunt you know, taught me to be a nerd and taught me to like Star Wars and she explained the story. Like, I guess, I don't know if it's like how old fans that grew up with Star Wars kind of filled in the pieces of like, you know, the Darth Vader story. Oh, so, okay. This sounds like... I'm defending the overarching story. This sounds... Like everybody bitches about, you know, like fuck Darth Vader. This sounds like a case of like telephone of her telling it from her view and then... I'm defending... Vader as a person is considered one of the greatest 
villains of all fucking time. How many fighters do you see go into battle with their life support machine and fucking win? <sighs> Mic drop. And I don't hate Anakin. I was like okay with the first one, and then the second and the third one were like, eh. They did a disservice in showing how he fell in that way. Like I'm, I could understand falling for love, but I think it would have to be a whole bunch of other things other than what that movie is. Kill his fucking wife. Have somebody fucking murder his wife. Have somebody fucking you know beat the shit out of his wife. Let him want to get revenge that way. Not I'm having a dream that she's gonna die. And now I'm going to do everything that I do is to make sure that my dream doesn't come true. My nigga, wake the fuck up. (laughs) You're like, what is the problem? It's a dream. It would have been better, too, I feel, if they did episode two and then they waited. Because if they gave the context of the Clone Wars and they added all the fucked up shit that happens in the Clone Wars and then combined it with uh, episode three, it makes more sense. But you shoehorned the war and all the fucked up things that really do happen in that war. I think that's why he did the cartoons and stuff. To try and justify it. Yeah. Because that's why they did all the stuff with Clone Wars right now. Um, What's going on? Or what was going on? Anakin was, you know, being the hero. You, you got to like Anakin more once you see all the stuff that he did during the Clone Wars. But then if you didn't see that, you'd be like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? But even still, after you say it, you're still saying, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Because when you watch the show, you're like, this is not the same motherfucker that was in the cartoon. And it's supposed to be in canon. So you can't have it one way. And then when you get to the movies, you have him being a bitch. It just, it does not make sense. It Continuity is, is out the window at that point. If, I'm, if, if you guys agree, I don't know. I agree with that. Like, they never covered it in the movies, but what, the way Dooku fell, like, with his apprentice dying, yeah. great. It, it makes sense going dark because your apprentice gets killed because of that connection. You don't get this that... Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. You don't get that feeling at all from Anakin. And mind you, if you combine all the things that they've made after the movies, it makes sense. But if you... Unfortunately, when you base the series off of the movie, you fuck up like anything else you fuck up the books and you fuck up the tv series or whatever else you can come up with it's not it's not as important and it's unfortunately that's the case it is because the movies are important but they're not the most important aspect to me so i mean i can't even describe like i said i hate anakin i fucking hate him darth vader i totally fucking respect speaking of have you guys read the comic no, I haven't read the comic. Remind me next time I come to bring it for you. You can borrow it. It's really good. It's really, really good. Um, all right, so here's my question. And this is kind of related but unrelated. I'm going to ask you guys about Star Trek. Okay? Which do you prefer, Star Trek or Star Wars, and why? Oh, God, that's a really fucking tough question. Because everybody I... told me that they find out people that's outside of our culture or nerd culture think Star Wars is, Star Trek is boring and then they'll go with Star Wars because it's, it's more I guess pleasing to the eye or more uh, Zack Snyder is okay. more flashy I agree that I like Star Wars more 
But I like Star Wars more because I'm kind of like that fantasy world point of view where I like magic and things like that. Right. Star Trek is more of like is more realistic. Like if you look into the Star Trek universe, you could um you could imagine that happening way more than you could imagine Star Wars. And that's really what it is. Like I think Star Trek is fucking interesting as hell. I haven't watched as much, but my uncle is an amazing fan. Like he has a whole series, tell, all of them. Tell, tell your uncle he has a special place in my heart. And I never met him. <laughs> I never met him, but just tell him there's a special place. But it makes a lot of sense. And a lot of ways that you like Doctor Who, that there's like a message in the series, you find that more in Star Trek than you'll find it in Star Wars. In every episode. Like the stories are amazing. Like the, there's more different, there's different philosophies that are argued in each episode of Star Trek. And there's one overarching point of view that they're arguing in Star Wars. And it's kind of the cliched good versus evil, except, you know, it's more of a balance that you have to go for. But Star Trek, it's more like it covers racism, it covers genocide, it covers um, tragedies, like major tragedies. There was one episode in in, uh, The Next Generation, which is with Patrick Stewart, Jonathan Franks, Michael Dorn, um, LeVar Burton, God, Tori or something, I I forgot the rest of them. God, I gotta get my stuff together. But there's an episode where this kid, his mother gets sent on an away mission and dies under Worf's command. And the kid is so fucking traumatized. Like, he, you know, he doesn't speak or whatever. And it just speaks, it, it speaks to the point of like, damn, that's really human. And then you, therapy, <laughs> Deanna Troy, the ship's therapist, comes in, tells him it's normal, like it's okay to grieve. And he wasn't trying to grieve. And then he saw Worf, he's like, why couldn't it have been you? Why did my mother have to die? Why couldn't it been you? Like, that's everyday shit. And it's amazing. And it's it's happening millions of miles or galaxies away, excuse me. And it's 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 perfect. And it shows that everybody can live in peace. And um I think it's like the twenty seventh century, which is where Star Trek is based off of. There's no war, there's no crime, there's no pollution, like every there's no racism, and there's no need for uh economical value. Everybody just works to work. You can go into a restaurant, you can sit down, you can eat and you can just walk out. You don't have to pay. There's no greed. Well, I guess there is some type of greed. From Some of the books that I read kind of showed there was greed. But overall, they call Earth paradise because there's no war. All the nations are together. But then when I try to explain that to other people, they're like, it's so fucking boring. <laughs> fucking open your mind up because the stories are fucking amazing. You will miss a story if you're just sitting there thinking about it's niggas in colorful costumes. <laughs> Suck a dick. You watched Power Rangers. If you can watch Power Rangers, you can fucking watch Star Trek. And I'm done preaching about that. I just had to say that. I mean, I talked about my point of view with Star Trek. You can ask Amanda. Okay. I'm trying to get into Star Trek. I used to. It used to be on... When I was little, like, I don't know what show Xena was on, maybe, and oh, then, like, God, they gave yeah. Star Trek or whatever. I don't know, one of those channels. And I was totally fine with it. I would, like, watch it and not understand, but I was like, oh, this is interesting. I just didn't understand what the fuck was going on, but I was cool with it. And whenever it's Doctor Who is on and then Star Trek comes on, like, I don't understand it. I'm trying to understand it. You watch Sometimes. <laughs> so I'm trying to understand it because I don't know like the whole canon and whatever of it 
But I'm like, okay, this is cool. Um, I feel like if I do get into it, like I get, I get warm, fuzzy feelings about it because I was like super like, fuck this as a kid. Like if I don't like it, you need to change the fucking channel, get the fuck out. And I was very adamant about fucking change the channel and this shit could be on for hours. And I was like, totally fine with it. I didn't fucking understand it. And it was cool to me. So from what I've read of it, I think I could dig it. I just have like 37 different series and shit going on, so I don't really have the time to do it, and I don't know where the fuck to start. It's whenever but, you're ready, we're, we're, yeah. we're always ready to have you in the club. We're always ready to have you in the Star Trek family. Okay? I want to go to a convention. I really want to go to a convention. I really want to go. I've been saying that for years. I've been saying that for years. I've been saying that for years. You guys want to go? Let's go. They have one in London. They have one in Las Vegas. The one in Las Vegas sounds like it's going to be dope. They don't have one in New York, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. Let's go to Vegas. I'm down for We could plan that. Albert wants to go to Vegas. <clears throat> that is true. That's why that's my guy. I think you have to leave a lot of the normal conventions you have for other action-y shows. Like, there are wars going on in Star Trek, but it's more of like... They extend beyond, like, our grasp. Like, oh, it's for resources. It's more like, well, our cultures have beliefs in either piracy or war. That's how we represent our Klingons. I knew you was going there. You have to go with Klingons. Because everybody thinks it's like, oh, they're, you know, kind of barbaric. It's like, no, they're actually very cultural. Yeah, they remind me of the Japanese. They remind me of the Japanese. They believe in honor. They believe in family. They believe in loyalty. Blood oaths. I, I don't know if I could cut my hand and just be like, "Yeah, nigga, yeah." Oh, audience, you guys can't see me squeezing my hand and let the blood go, but yeah, it was. And it's more about those different cultures clashing with each other. And in the case of the Klingons, there's a lot more respect between the two sides than you would think in, like, say, what do you call it? Once again, going back to Star Wars, where it's like, "Oh, you're evil. You have to die." Yeah. They'll at least they'll try to speak to you on Star Trek. Hail them. Or they'll go down to a, a world and like, hey, is it okay if we visit? Is it okay if we learn about your culture? Star Wars. Bing, 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 bing. R2-D2. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Not taking anything away from Star Wars. I like Star Wars, but if I had to choose, it's a I like different Star Trek. Experience. Yeah, it's, it's more peaceful. And if you roll up and watch it, it's, you're just like, wow. Not that I'm advocating for smoking, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, what else? Who's your favorite captain? Oh, God. Uh, I'm always stuck. I feel like it's probably Kirk. You're a William Shatner or Chris Pine kind of guy? Shatner. And I feel like it's more about the, what do you call it? God, I keep forgetting all the... It's more like that the... <clears throat> in the case of Shatner and Kirk and like his crew is like it's three different philosophies that are represented in like the ship and it's once again kind of trying to reach that balance where it's like being passionate versus being what do you call it analytical because that's kind of like the whole uh what do you call it relationship between him and his like two I would even call them homies that he, Kirk, uh, Spock and McCoy yeah 
they represent it. McCoy is very passionate. Spock is analytical, and like it's kind of balancing those yeah. two personalities. That's important. And they balance him out a lot, a lot, because I feel like they represent both sides of Kirk. Because Spock, he's the one, you know. That's why, and I think that's why he chose him as the first officer. It's like, all right, well, Captain, look, you kind of fucking up. Come back this way. And Bones is like, damn it, Jim. Those people need you. And he's just like, well, fuck. How can I find a way to, you know, make them both happy, but then you know, get to the right course. Um, for me, I always have trouble between Picard or Cisco. I thought it was going to be Picard. I didn't think it was going to be Cisco. Cisco is that guy. He is that guy. You made the brother. Um, you practically turned the man into. No, I wouldn't say when you turned him into Christ, but you, you made him into a prophet. You made him into a prophet. He gets visions from the prophets, which is an alien race that was is worshipped by the Bajorans. Bajorans, excuse me, uh, from the planet Bajor. God, I need a life. And <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> like, does this guy get laid? Like, what's wrong with me? Knows a lot. Like, what the fuck? No. It's called being passionate. Deal with it. Yeah. Um. And one thing that I liked about Deep Space Nine and why I like Cisco so much is that um, Deep Space Nine dealt a lot with quote unquote slavery. Because they had um, the Card- the Cardassians, not the Cardassians, but Cardassians had occupied their homeworld. And they had forced them to, to pretty much do what the Europeans did with the Africans. But on their homeworld. That's like if the Europeans had taken over Africa and, and forced. Exactly. Exactly. Them. And that's pretty much what they did. And then until the Bajorans, Bajorans, excuse me, had... Uh, formed rebellions and kicked them off planet. And then you have Cisco coming in, who's pretty much help, trying to help them clean up the mess and bring them into the Federation. And you see Cisco go through all these things, and and he was there for the Dominion War in season six, and maybe five, six, and seven is when the Dominion War starts, and that's when it really gets amazing. You get to see the war from the beginning all the way to the end. And it's amazing. And he sacrifices himself to save practically the Alpha Quadrant. So I, I would say that's why he's he's one of my favorites. Now, I like Picard because Picard is a diplomat. He can talk his way out of um, damn near any situation. He's not afraid to call a bluff. He's um, He can be just as analytical as Spock. And he can be just as gung-ho as Kirk. <coughs> I can, he can be just as compassionate as McCoy. And I think that's what I liked about it. Um, William Riker, the first officer, is one of my favorite characters. Not only because he loves jazz, but uh, I've always felt like if I was to become like a, a Navy captain or whatever like that, I would want to fashion my style after him because he, he commands respect, but he's also, uh, he's not a hard ass like Picard is, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. What about you, Ro? What was the question? <laughs> Uh, favorite captain. So I have never watched Star Trek. Jesus, we gotta cast this boy up. That being said, I love Picard. I've seen a few episodes of the one where Picard is in it. Okay, next generation. Next generation. Uh, I think I also like uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Quantum Leap guy. Uh, Archer. So you like the Enterprise? Yeah, I'm I've seen. Serious. <laughs> it's fucking serious. I'm actually. <laughs> watching Enterprise right now. Okay. 
Okay, so is it good? Am I wrong in how? All right, in your opinion, what's the tier list like in terms of? My head? Yeah. Like, does it go Picard and then somebody? Is Picard at the top? See, damn, that's always a hard question because I started off with the next generation. So it was like my my Keaton thing, you know? So Keaton was my first Batman, so he'll always be my favorite. Picard, and I only, I'm not going to lie to you, Worf was probably my favorite character out of the whole joint because he was always the one that was fucking people up. And he always wanted to, you know, fight. Not that I'm saying that I have that spirit, but I just admired that about him. And he wouldn't take shit from anybody, even the captain. In one of the movies, he's like, yo, if you were any other man, I'd kill you where you stand. When Picard called him a coward in First Contact, he's like, oh, you want to blow up the ship. That's when the Borg took over the ship. Uh He's like, you want to blow up the shit, you coward. And Worf just gave him this look like, motherfucker, I would kill you. Nigga, like, are you stupid? I will take my batleth and slit your throat. I'm assuming that's the type of dagger that he has. It's a two-handed sword that's like present shape. Uh, So wait, Worf's race is combat-oriented, but not with guns. Or they yes. They use oh, they just use everything. They use it, but they have like a certain amount of respect for using close combat weapons. Uh, their fighting style is just amazing. It's, it's, just, it's great. It's fucking amazing. Voyager was probably the wackiest Star Trek ever. Which one is Voyager? The one with Captain Janeway. Not because she was a woman. I feel like... No, because, I mean, I've said that. The reaction that everybody has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always... Every time I say, I didn't like Voyager. Why? Because she was a woman? No, because the stories fucking sucked. The whoever wrote for that fucking either just yeah, didn't care this. or it was... Just whatever. Oh, this is another Star Trek. They're gonna these fucking people that love Star Trek are gonna like it. Are you fucking out of your mind? They didn't. No, 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 and hell no. If you watch the series, it progressively got worse. If you watch, like when they had the Rock, Russell Seven of Nine. Do you remember that episode? No, I didn't. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, like. <laughs> Wait, they had the Rock, like Dwayne Johnson. Yes. On a Star Trek episode? Oh, like the literal WWE rock? Yes. Yes. I can't get behind that. That sounds dumb. Yes. Like as a hologram or something? No. Like the rock. The rock. (laughs) And he had hair. That's how long ago this was. He was still laying a smackdown on people. (laughs) That sounds real stupid. I'm not going to lie to you. When smackdown used to come on the UPN on Thursday nights at 8 o'clock, I remember this shit. Like... (laughs) It's like Fox 5 is 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Like, let me tell you. I knew where I was at that point, at that episode. It fucking sucked. Oh, man. The story was just... Oh, man. If you were if you were capable... I mean, you're capable of punching yourself in the nuts. But if you, would, if you ask me, what would I rather do? Watch Voyager or punch myself in the nuts? I might watch Voyager, but I might consider it because I did not like it. <laughs> it won't be an auto reject. It's just like... Okay, so as a person who hasn't watched Star Trek, okay. it's been explained to me that if you don't like, all right, so it's 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 been compared to something like a cop procedural. It's been compared to this is a space procedural. This is how this is what happens in space. Right. Every episode is about this ship. And their interaction with their environment. 
Does that sound like it's a good analogy for what happens in the series? I think that that doesn't that doesn't cover everything. Like it, it's in the context that it has to deal with the ship. Yes, but it deals with the people on the ship. Are they necessarily on it? No. And it's like the lives of those people and how they affect it. Like in a lot of ways, the way that people have to understand is like this is one ship in a federation and like an ar- and like a whole naval force. And sometimes they're the most important ship in it, but most of the time they're not. They're covering just like one quadrant in space and there's shit going on everywhere. Everywhere. And a lot of times the the ship is in just as much danger of being destroyed by a regular group as is from an internal factor. It, it's not that's like too, an oversimplification of the series, I think. Sometimes it's, it may not even be an, um, another race. Well, yes, it's another race, but it's not like the Klingons or anything else. It'd be a big, uh, for instance, Star Trek Next Generation Episodes 1 and 2, uh, Farpoint Station. They had big jellyfish-looking aliens that could have destroyed whatever, but it was capable of creating anything you wanted, like a replicator. But it was very powerful. So you know it's, it's 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 very interesting and like I said it's it's always no I've never said that but it's always the story that that drives everything home it is always the story that drives it's everything home it's not ships and guns yeah it's, it's not ships and guns and there's no swashbuckling shit all the time like oh let me swing here and shoot this guy in a white suit boom and then go oh it's not that every 10 minutes Okay, I have a question about Picard. Okay. Do you feel that he's one-dimensional? No. Explain. Okay, so I don't feel that... I mean, it might always seem like he's a hard-ass, right? And I said that before. But he was a musician. You know, he loved to read. You know, he was a private person. That's, that's what a lot of people never understood, is that he was very private. It wasn't that, you know, he was one-dimensional. He felt a lot. But he, you know... Um, As the captain of the ship. He right. Has to he has to... over his own personality. Exactly. Like, there was an episode he was dating, I think, uh, a lieutenant. She was a... Uh, uh, oh, man. What do you... A geologist. And it didn't work out. He had to send her on a mission where she can potentially be killed, and he could not take it. So after that ended, he never got into another relationship except for Dr. Crusher. And now he has a son. Yeah, I read that in one of the books. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Wait, how old is Picard? He old enough. I mean, if you think about it, males can have babies up until, yeah. You know. Is, was, <laughs> was his wife equally as aged as he was? or is, is Picard going for some, like, 18-year-old girls? Okay. Picard don't rock no cradles, bro. It's not about that life. He's a respectable white guy. He's a respectable <laughs> He's a respectable. <laughs> okay. What's, well, we were talking about... Um, what did you... All right. You guys said you didn't see Batman versus Superman. No. Okay. But, Rolando, you did. Yeah. Oh, God. Here we go with the trauma. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Because we was talking about it on the way here. And remember we was talking... I was telling you about the Ultimate Edition on how it, sh- it shows 30 minutes of unreleased footage. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it would make the 
the movie a bit better. Uh, you remember Daredevil when Ben Affleck did Daredevil? And mm-hmm. We all remember how terrible that was. Yeah. And you guys remember my rant when I found out that Ben Affleck was going to be Batman. In fact, I think I was ready to burn him at the stake. I know you're pretty pissed. Off. I was. I was really pissed off. Like I, we probably folks go look that up. That was a pretty good rant. It was funny too. Um, but this time I felt like he really did his thing. But I mentioned Daredevil because there's a there's a director's cut, which made the movie way better. It made it a bit better. <laughs> I wouldn't say way better. better. Piece of shit, way better. Even if it's a two percent increase. I got you. So I feel like is it with this one it'd be maybe a good five six percent increase on how good it could be. Okay. I mean, am I willing to waste the money on it? Yes, because I'm a Batman fan. It's, it, the last time we had Batman was what Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, yeah. and then Dark Knight Rises was some booty. Yeah, I said it, and I'm a big Batman fan, but it was booty. What do you guys think? Am, am I lying? I think that one of the main arguments I had was I thought that a lot of the fight scenes were pretty badly choreographed. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't fight that much, but I know that's not how you throw a punch. Uh, uh, I'm what, like, the what the fuck? What kind of block is that? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, you guys can't see the way I was in the first movie. That's what, what I'm saying. Like, really? I feel like it was kind of haphazardly put together. Um, the story-wise, I, and I read the book. They they released a, a book version before they, the movie came out, so uh-huh. I read it. And the book was really, really good. And then I saw the movie. And like I said, I was excited that we had another Batman movie. But based off of the book. And based off the book, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, and, and some of it just didn't make sense. Like, how did Batman make it to Gotham City from halfway around the world? Making it time to stop that bomb. Use American Airlines. <laughs> With no cash. Like, really, he doesn't have access to any of his money. How the hell did he pull that off? Exactly my point. That was my point. And then I didn't like how... Okay. I didn't like the premise of how he stopped being Batman after the Dark Knight. Okay. That made no sense. Why would you do that? And then now you have a cane. Eight years ago, you didn't have a game. You've taken bumps, bruises, bullets. You've been fucked up. But now you need a game. You know, in a comic book, and I, I, I get it that Christopher Nolan was trying to ground it. But in a comic book, he's been fucked up a lot and didn't need a game until Bane broke his back. And that was one thing that I liked, that they put in the, the Bane. The backbreaker. The, yeah. You know, just, yeah. And then you just watch Batman be thrown around like a little biatch. And I, I, I didn't like that part too much. But, you know, that's always going to be me. Don't like seeing Batman get fucked up that much. Doesn't make me feel good. It actually makes me feel kind of sad. I shed a tear. <laughs> I shed a tear, excuse me. Um, I feel like my point of view with it is that maybe it's being too much of a Batman fanboy, which is fuck you if you think that. But... You get the person, the feeling from Batman's personality he wouldn't give up. Like, he would have to be ground to dust in that suit before he would ever hang it up. So I was like, really? That, and you faked your own death at the end. What? No. No, you wouldn't. Like, you would do that to throw somebody off, not to just fucking straight up, like, quit. Retire. Yeah, no. And then you leave it to somebody that's not even fucking trained. You didn't train him. He was a bad cop. 
and he's the new Batman. Why don't you use your real name, Robin? That's how you brought Robin into this motherfucker? <laughs> That's how you're going to bring the boy one day into this motherfucking universe? You made him a cop? You didn't even call him Richard. You know what I'm saying? Like you could have made you could have made the cop Dick Grayson if you're gonna do it that way. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't have to swing through a water thing just to find out. Oh man, the bat computer's here, and let me see if there's. You don't even know if the fucking suit gonna fit you. You don't know how to use the equipment. And the second Joker breaks out, he gets killed, pretty much, because he's still alive in that universe. He's in Arkham. He's still alive in that universe. What I find funny is that they've already solved the problem of what happens after Batman gets old. And it's Batman Beyond. Right. They've already solved that issue. Batman gets old, he gets a little crazy, and he puts some DNA into some people to make somebody that's just as capable as he is to be the next Batman. I didn't dig all the psychological weird shit that happened in Beyond. Like, telling McGinnis, like, almost at the end that I'm... I'm technically your biological dad like, it was fucking weird that came out of left field to be honest but like the problem has been solved and to do it in that was a good way to close it yeah never got a proper solid ending exactly and the fact that they go into the movie and they just like half-ass it it's like okay we need somebody we need some you the cop let's make him oh it's joseph gordon levitt let's do it and it's it's it, it sounds like they they picked the next Batman out of who's hot right now instead of what makes sense for the universe. And like I said, but you could have had Joseph, whatever, Levitt, Gordon Levitt, <laughs> do, um, be, be Batman at the end. But at least let Bruce train him. That's what I'm saying. Like, you had no training. You had nothing. And you saw when he went to go try to get his partner or the rest of them cops out, he got fucked up. He got kicked into the thing and almost got shot. Execution style, yeah. So how are you going to become Batman if you just almost lost your life? Or if you almost lost your life? You're going to make me Batman? You're hiding in the city for like six or seven years without Batman while you got trained by somebody else. And by the time you come back, you don't be too fucking old to do anything. Makes sense, right? Yes, it does, actually. Unfortunately. Makes sense. Now, Batman versus Superman, let me go by and say this. I take it back, Ben Affleck. You're probably the best Batman I've seen in a long fucking time. Like, it was amazing. You played the hell out of Bruce Wayne. I feel that um, everything that you did was very Batman-esque. Especially that thing when he was in um, the the Fight Club. Mm-hmm. And he cloned the Russian's phone. Right. That's Batman's style. Okay. Okay. Um, the way that he acted with Alfred, that's and Alfred bitching like maybe there'll be another Wayne come through. That's Alfred. Like he captured that. It's just I'm sad that there wasn't a a, a solid storyline. You borrowed from so many stories. You borrowed from the death of Superman. You borrowed from the Dark Knight Returns. You borrowed from um, this one miniseries called The Trinity, which happened with Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. And you kind of just masked it up together, but there wasn't any consistency in it. It just jumped a lot. And Superman going to run away after. Now, that was one thing that they spoke about in Superman is Broken, (coughs) is that Superman ran away after the explosion. 
in um the hearing. He just flew off like a little biatch. Oh. Wait, did they ever explain how he didn't hear the thing? Yeah, like, he wasn't looking for he it. He just wasn't... What? He just what? He wasn't paying attention, thus he, the dude in the chair just exploded. I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. Like the man has supersonic, super fucking hearing, and you're telling me that he doesn't hear a, a ticking? Has gas from like right? three miles away. Like, if you're gonna have a, a a person with superpowers in your real grounded universe, make it consistent and make it so that the powers that you're giving him work consistently, okay. instead of like oh. He has moss in his... I don't know what the fuck he had in his ears because he didn't hear it. And I think him not hearing it is is evident of a bigger problem in that movie is that... And Superman killed. He was talking about Batman <laughs> Superman killed. Uh, he put a motherfucker through two walls. Okay, sure. Sure. It should have been jelly. <laughs> just, just saying. Okay, let's talk, let's talk about... I want to talk about Wonder Woman because... And the story. <laughs> okay. I think she was kind of underutilized. She was. Like she's up she's up there for like what, maximum of like fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes, like max. And I like I like the interaction between her and, and Bruce and the gala or whatever they were at. Ah <laughs> uh, I mean okay, I'll say this. I like the idea of Wonder Woman and Batman more than I like the idea of Wonder Woman and Superman together. Wonder Woman and Batman were actually supposed to happen. They kept, they always kept teasing at it. Um, there was one Justice League comic book, I gotta find it, where they were talking about how come Batman and Wonder Woman never got together. It's just like, it'd be weird. Fuck you, mean? No, you'd be fucking be weird. Send that. Martian Manhunter marries a human woman, and there's an issue of Batman and Wonder Woman hooking up. I mean, I don't, personally for me, I like the interactions. I don't, Necessarily need them to date, like I, I, yeah, one night stands. yeah aren't sure. allowed to have one night stands. right? I'm teasing, but no, I'm serious. Like he could, but I, I remember this Justice League episode. It was either the original Justice League or Justice League Unlimited, uh, where Batman and Wonder Woman are up on a, a, a rooftop, and she makes some sort of pass at him. Justice League Unlimited. Unlimited, and then she's like, "Well, why don't you like?" Just give it a shot. Country, right? I think so. Yeah. And they're like s- scouting out some villain or something. And Vandal Savage is the v- main villain? I think so. Yep. That was unlimited. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> right. Walking Wikipedia Tucson, apparently. Uh, that yeah. Looks, that's so normal to me, what you're doing, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just bust out, like, words and books that don't, they're not real, and I don't give a shit. I know them. Yeah. It's just like, hey. I watch it and read it, so it's, it's here. So yeah, they're up in a rooftop, and Wonder Woman is kind of pissed that he's not flirting back with her. And then she's like, well, what the fuck is up? And he goes, listen, I know that this could be a thing, but think about it. I'm a guy with daddy issues, with parent issues, and you're an Amazon. It would never work. The, I don't care about if it works or not. I just like that interaction, that like funny shit that they they have. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like I like that more than I like other oh, being like they're in a relationship and like cuddling or whatever. Like I, I would, I find it weird that like skipping from DC to Marvel that like Iron Man, not Iron Man, uh, War Machine and uh, Captain Marvel are a thing. Like it feels it feels weird to me. 
I mean, I'm not saying it's weird because of the interracial thing, but it's just like huh. it's you weird. But no, yeah, it's weird, and I, I, it's, it's, it's forced. And you fucking killed off War Machine and motherfucking Secret Wars. You let Thanos fucking punch a hole through my son like that. What the fuck? And then She Hulk, we don't even know if that chick gonna make it. She was starting to flatline at the at the last fucking. Oh man, I I I had to see what IGN thinks about this. I gotta I gotta go online and check that out. Um, Civil War. Let's talk about Civil War. Are we all in agreement? That was fucking awesome. It's amazing. How many times did you guys see it? I saw it once, but I want to see it again. I got four under my belt. Jesus, man, four in the same week. Not in the same week. Okay. Um, that Friday when it first came out, we took Danny for his birthday. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Danny. Shout out to Danny, Albert, uh, Damien. Who else was there? Damn. Okay. Lisa was there. I forgot her friend's name. <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry. Sorry. But, dude, it was amazing. And then the second time, uh, my comic book club went to go see it. And it was even better the second time. <laughs> then I downloaded it. <laughs> And I watched it during my sister's graduation. <laughs> when I mean, I'm gonna, don't laugh, but I mean, when it was when it was starting to get time for her to be called, I'm you know I made sure I went downstairs and did the duty. But there was like fucking eight hundred kids there. I don't know half, not even half of the motherfuckers. Okay, I maybe knew like ten people, and they were only because they were my sister's friends. So, you know, I had to watch something, and Civil War kept me busy, because that was a long fucking... All right, Black Panther. What do you guys think? Oh, wait a minute. We all know Black Panther is, like, the top. I want to get to some other dudes before we get to Black Panther. Okay, okay. So, I'm assuming we're going to table Black Panther for a second. All right. Let's talk about some black characters for a second. Falcon... And Rhodey. Falcon, Rhodey. Then there was another cat that they had in the Avengers in the comic book back in like the early 2000s, but I forgot his name, but he was part of some cult. Okay. Um, you have Dag Cloak, who's who's part of that Cloak and Dagger team. Uh, that's right, yeah, yeah. You I heard of that. Blade. Uh, fuck, fuck Blade. Whoa, what the fuck did Blade do to Blade you? Is... What did Wesley Snipes do to you? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't like I didn't like the movies. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> The first one was a classic. The second one was pretty good. The third one, it was felt like he was being cocksmacked with a shovel. If a shovel had <laughs> one, um, it was bad. the The third one was bad. Jessica Biel was pretty hot. Ryan Reynolds was funny. It's just the whole premise was just shit. It was shit. Then when they, do you guys remember the TV series? With the rapper Sticky Fingers from no, Onyx. I, I kind of tapped that. What? Yeah. I gotta look this up now. What? Sticky Fingers? Mm-hmm. This is a rapper's name. Mm-hmm. Really? You're complaining about that because of uh, somebody called Birdman like on the prowl? <laughs> like, really? So, you know what? You're right. Birdman, Birdman. But, um... <laughs> Where's... <laughs> Who was? Oh, man. But, okay, so you said black superheroes. What's up? Okay, so... Let's talk about the things that kind of kind of don't add up for me in terms of how I would have liked black superheroes treated in Civil War. Okay. 
not mentioning uh, uh, Black Panther because I think they treated him amazingly. You can't fuck with Black Panther. Yeah, you can't. He's they made the best decisions they could have with his character for the movie. What I'm talking about is how Falcon is basically the butt of every joke in that movie. Shit, I gotta rewatch it again for the fifth time. Now I will say this: we all agree that Falcon is probably uh, close to Black Widow, one of the most underpowered superheroes in that in that team mm-hmm. he has a suit not even stronger stronger than, than Iron Man's suit right. he has a suit and he has some tech stuff right. someone could just shoot him from the back and it's over yeah but he has that much skill in Red Wing to kind of watch his back sure that's the whole point wasn't it like he, he's been using that suit since what was it Vietnam it was oh, no Iraqi the war. war Iraqi war there you go so he has a lot of experience in comparison to most of the other superheroes okay so is that how they how they sort of maneuver away around the way that he's really kind of a human in in the bit the most human of every avenger because he can he's the easiest one to like take out first if you were going to take out anybody you'd go for falcon first but that's the thing i mean he may not be that easy to take out i mean you saw it they tried to take him out and his wings turned into a shield and he's sitting there like pressing on his gauntlet and fucking launches missiles and blows up a whole whatchamacallit and Winter Soldier he proved himself to, not even proved himself but he showed that he can handle himself when they got attacked on the the freeway the freeway scene and it's like yo go ahead go take care of Natasha or go take care of the Winter Soldier I got this so I wouldn't say he was the butt of every joke but I mean he might have been parts of parts of the movie made him the comic relief yeah, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's where I want to make the comparison. If you look at Hawkeye in the uni- in the in the movies, he's aware that he's a shit tier hero. He's aware that he's he makes fun of himself. Right. He's like, I'm dude. I'm the dude with the arrows. What am I supposed to do? Like uh, when when they ask him to like kill ten dudes, he's like, I have so many arrows, and he makes fun of it, and it's cool. What I find is that nobody laughs with Falcon. Like, he's the butt of the joke all the time. If you don't mind, uh, do you have an example? Uh, there's a few. Let me see if I can. There's the one where he's, uh, the scene where he wants a receipt mm-hmm. for his suit. Oh, and he's like, bird for the bird costume. Oh, that's not cool. Right? Like, oh, that's cold. He's like, so that, prison. That, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing I have uh, the problem with. I I think War Machine is like the he's established. He's like the grandpa, the guys like he's he knows what he's doing. That's why he's on Iron Man's side. He's like very diplomatic and very political and very level-headed. Not that, but that could be a brother that's brainwashed too. Okay. Because he's been in the military for so long, that's all he knows is duty and commitment. Mm. Now, with Capside, that's free That's free will. Okay. Okay, so, all right, you asked for, another, for an example. When War Machine, like, plummets and, and like, gets paralyzed... <laughs> no, what are you talking about? Is he okay? Psh, that's exactly what I'm saying. That that scenario <laughs> happens a lot, and the Falcon is the the butt of the joke. Like you're supposed to f- hate the Falcon at that point for fucking up War Machine. But it wasn't. His but it fault. wasn't his fault. But still, 
Visa I just, was a lovesick bitch. Yeah. yeah. Case in point, love will make you into a bitch. <laughs> okay, sure. You're not a bitch. <laughs> 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 I just saw you touch it and go like that. I just saw, wait, <laughs> I thought that would be funny. Um, I'm just waiting for her reaction since I know she's going to be like, stop talking about Anakin behind my back. Anakin, team team Anakin, team Sith Lord. Um, what did you think of? Who else was? All right, so we said War Machine. I I feel like he was brainwashed. Not maybe not brainwashed, but programmed. Or well, that's another way to say brainwashed. Thank you. I feel like it's another way to say brainwashed too. <laughs> um, but I feel like, like I said, he was in the military for so long. That's all he knew. He all he knew was duty, sense of honor, you know, loyalty to his friend. And that's the establishment. Mm-hmm. Whereas Cap is trying to fight the establishment. And he's like, well, look, this isn't right. We started this of our own free will. And yes, things have gotten fucked up. But it's not us that's fucking it up. We sitting there trying to protect John. You know, it's these cats that's messing things up. Uh, so, uh, and that's one thing that I wanted to talk about, excuse me, is that even if they had signed the accords... Mm-hmm. What's to stop everything from continuously happening? You know, what's to stop another city from getting destroyed? What's to stop more people from dying? You know what I'm saying? You're not going to be able to prevent that. No piece of paper is going to be able to prevent that. And that's what I, I think that's uh, Cap's, Cap's reasoning. It's if we're part of the government, what's stopping them from stopping us from doing something important? What's stopping the government from saying, no, you can't help this group because... Or you throw them into a war or something. Yeah, exactly. It's it's Cap's cap side is we want the ability to be able to do what we want to do. Casualties will happen. And uh, Iron Man's side is we need to be controlled by something because we're fucking up because of our casualties. And I think that I think both points are... Equally valid, the movie does a great job of making nobody the villain, except for the actual villain. Like, both sides are equally valid. And when it comes down to how both sides interact, also good. And I liked... I thought I didn't like the villain, but at the end of it, I fucking love the villain. Because he plays... He plays... You know you talk about, like, the the cartoonish villain. Yeah, he is the farthest from a cartoonish villain. Like, he has a mindset, and he goes for it. Like, he fucks everybody over in the Avengers because they fucked him over. Mm. And it wasn't like they were doing it on purpose. It, it goes back to what I was saying. It was an accident. And it wasn't exactly them. It was Ultron that destroyed Sokovia. If you really want to be technical about it, it was his bomb. It was his plan. You know, Scarlet Witch kind of helped out with that, and then she had to switch sides. But ultimately, it was Ultron's fault. Ultimately, Ultron. Ah. Um. What else? Okay, so we spoke about Falcon being a butt. (laughs) We spoke about Rhodey. Um. What did you think about? What did you think about Ant Man being there? Uh, I have I hadn't seen any of the trailers leading up, 
So I was genuinely surprised when I saw that Ant-Man was in the movie. Okay. Well, you know, at the end of Ant-Man, they said he'd be back. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't think anything of it. I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, when he when uh, he opened the, the van and you see Paul Rudd there, I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. I, I like Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, and I like the fucking sequence at the airport where they're all... I think that's like... Top five. Ever. I gotta say top five battles I've ever, ever seen in a movie. Ever. That goes up there with um, Star Wars Episode One battle. When it was Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan, and Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. That battle was fucking epic. That shit was great. Alright. That was fucking amazing. I get really excited. Yeah, I like that man as... I like Paul Rudd as Ant Man, and I like, I like his implementation into the story. I think he—they uh, don't really use him a lot. Like he's also comic relief. He—he, he, I think he's less comic relief than Spider Man is, and they do a great job with Spider Man. Like I was just about to ask you, damn it, you didn't see it yet. <laughs> Guys, talk about. It. I'm gonna fucking watch it anyway. That's true, but I'm saying like I, I would love to hear what you think about it. Spider-Man, Tom Holland was fucking perfect. He was fucking perfect. I can't wait to see Homecoming. He, he was fucking perfect from beginning to end. You really got a chance to um, kind of see Spider-Man's origin, but not kind of see it. Because he, he told you what happened. Um, he didn't have the spider costume yet. Tony Stark gave him a spider costume. Um, Aunt May is fucking hot this time around. Shout out to Marvel for making Aunt May fucking hot. They used the woman from uh, this TV show that used to come on USA. I think it was called uh, Crap. I'm pretty sure she's made other stuff after that. Yeah, but I can't remember yeah. anything else she's been in. Because uh, the cat that plays Jimmy Olsen in Supergirls in it was in that television show. And it was re- it was about a sports psychologist. Okay. And it was really good. And then to see her in that. I was like, God damn, she's really good. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, she's hot. Aunt May. Hey girl. Okay. Um, but I, I have to I have to talk about Black Panther, bro. I have right, to talk about it. Black Panther. Let's do it. He was fucking amazing. <laughs> like they couldn't have chose a better actor. They couldn't have. They couldn't have. From start to finish, you saw the pain. Of losing his father, then at the end of the movie when he tracks down Zemo, he you know everything comes full circle to everything that his father tried to teach him about peace and understanding the ways of the world and understanding that you can't always use your fists and there's some you know people have to pay for their crimes and it doesn't always have to be in blood. And I thought that I was a, that was great. I like the costume was amazing. Um, I'm looking forward to his solo movie. And just the fight sequences in and out of the costume. He did great. He did great. I was cheering like, go ahead, brother. Yeah. Yo, whoop ass. Whoop his ass. I think, yeah, I I, I think he's, I was afraid to see what they were going to do with Black Panther. But looking, when I watched the movie, I realized that they captured everything you could want out of that version, somebody that's strong, somebody that's willing to, you know, put their teachings to the test. And then, you know, somebody that's also young, like he's not his father, like he fucks up. He, but 
what I like about him is that he fucks up, yet he doesn't look like more of a fuck up than everybody else. Like he he come he fucks up and he still comes out looking like the smartest dude out of everybody there. And he's richer than Tony Stark. <laughs> but all that Wakandan money or jewels or whatever is yeah. a, is it jewels vibranium. But yeah. then that's also the richest continent, on the richest continent, the richest country in africa well wakanda is not a real place <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i thought i should let you guys know that right now in case you guys if somebody asks so what's a great country in africa i know teacher wakanda and this teacher gonna look at you like wakanda what the fuck <laughs> like you you have somebody go look it up wakanda's fictional you dumbass fuck is wrong with you i think they do use a real language though in the movie yeah, they use um. I want to say Swahili. Sounds sounds like it's Swahili. Sounds like it's Swahili. Um, what else can I say? I feel like Black Black Widow needs to get a new signature move. Okay. Cause she does that leg thing all the fucking time. <laughs> like she jumps on somebody, puts the crotch in her face, yeah. and just goes <laughs> bang. He's like, what? Can I get something else? I mean, you've been doing a whole bunch of other shit, but why does that have to be your finisher move, you know? Fatality. Okay, so let's say this. Let's say you had to rank the heroes in terms of effectiveness. Black Widow is obviously somewhere at the bottom. She's not. When you say that, she's in the middle. Uh, I disagree. Okay. Why, Compared why? to... I didn't watch the movie, but you have to understand that Black Widow is a black ops superhero. Like, she's an assassin slash spy. In a straight-up fight, you're not going to be able to... She's not going to hold up to anybody. But that's, like, the argument, like, who can hold up against the Hulk? But all the Hulk can do is wreck shit. But sometimes you need something a little bit better. Sometimes you need a little dagger rather than a missile. Right. And then, let me tell you, she's stealthy as fuck. She could come in here and kill us silently, and Johnny's parents wouldn't even know that shit. Okay. For five minutes and she's out the window. What I mean by effectiveness, I mean, suppose each of these heroes were by themselves and they had to face, I don't know, give me a, a strong villain. Uh, yeah, Marvel? I don't know. Taskmaster. <laughs> uh, uh, like somebody like real, real. <laughs> my gut reaction is Doctor Doom, but like. Doctor Doom. Let's you say Doctor Doom. Fantastic Four just to be. <laughs> okay, let's say Doctor Doom. Okay. Let's say. Okay, Hawkeye really can't do much against Doctor Doom. No. Why would you say Black Widow could? I feel like she would plenty. I mean, you've seen the Avengers. She gets in your head psychologically. So while you're you're talking, you're doing all this other stuff. She's reading you like a fucking book. Okay. But I feel like Doctor Doom is smarter than that. I mean, he is, but then that's also the, what's one of the main problems with smart people. Arrogance. Exactly. So you're going to be so arrogant that you're going to forget, <laughs> like you're being conned. You're going to be like, oh, no, you're not conning me. You're not going to con me. Yet I'm doing it. Okay. So you'd say she's in the middle. Right. So you'd say Hawkeye. Is definitely low at the total. Low. Okay. Hawkeye's almost strictly support. Like, he makes other superheroes that much better with what he can do to disrupt. He's at the rear. But, but, but No, not that. But he it's not that he's a, he's in the rear. It's that he supports other characters. Like, you use him to disrupt somebody so that you can get a charge. You force the person to stay in that one <laughs> section while you 
power up your ultimate move or whatever. Right. That's his job. It's not, I'm going to shoot you when you have an energy barrier, when you're made out of rocks, when you're made out of metal, when you have psychic powers. It's, I will lay fire, I might throw a smoke bomb down, and then, and then when you're distracted, Captain America flanks you and just wrecks you. I think that's what I'm more talking about, about the effectiveness of each hero in different situations. Like, Hawkeye has a limited set of situations where he can be of use. Not I at think everybody has one, though. Because you can't bring the Hulk. That's why, like, Hulk and Thor. Like, really? You bring out one of those guys, it's, it's over. It's over. They cloned Thor in the comic book. And the clone of Thor killed superheroes in the fights that he got into. That's why he wasn't in the war. That's why. Because you can't really have... You can't have... Like, the example would be like... If you had the equivalent of a civil war... And you had Doctor Strange... You got nothing if you have Doctor Strange. <laughs> he warps reality. Really, what are you going to do about that? That'd be interesting if DC had a civil war. Hmm. But who would have... Whatever side has Batman would win. Agreed. That's true, because yeah. he's the greatest tactician in the whole DC universe. And he got Superman scared of him. <laughs> All right, let's hash this out. If there was a civil war for DC, who would be the people at play? Like, who would be like, Batman, you're not making any sense. I'm going my way. I feel like it would be Superman. It would It would just be those two characters. Okay. Because Superman is one that's, that believes in, you know, we have to. And in a way, it kind of happened. If you read Dark The Dark Knight, 1986, um, Frank Miller kind of made Superman into, you know, he was working for the man or the pre- the government. And Batman was pretty much trying to sit there and fucking shut down the establishment. You know, like, this is not right. You might have agreed to that, but I didn't. <clears throat> um, And I feel like Batman would wreck his shit. And he's done it twice. In, in whenever Frank Miller writes. In Dark Knight Returned 2, Batman beats the shit out of Superman with kryptonite mega gloves. With spikes on him and shit. Just bang, bitch. Bang. Take that. Who's your daddy? And Superman was like, Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. It's a, it's, a, it's a wonder that Batman ever agreed to a Justice League. Like, I, I don't understand how that happened. I feel like he sees the potential. Because it's like, there's only certain things that... Um, he acknowledges his own weaknesses. Right. So he recognizes that a league that uses like the resources and technology he has access to and the information that he collects on supervillains would be way more effective than like, oh, well, Superman's never fought this guy. He has no idea what the fuck he can do. Magically, he can turn his body into any material. He turns himself into kryptonite and Superman's dead. That's it. <sighs> That's why Batman is that guy. Do you guys watch um, Superpower Beatdowns? Yes. Dude, did you guys see Optimus Prime versus Iron Man? No, I didn't see that one. Okay, go check that out. Do you guys watch Death Battle? Yes. Did you see Flash versus Quicksilver? Fuck. I saw half of it, and I didn't get to finish it. Flash whooped his ass. I was, I was quite proud of that. I, it makes sense. 
Quicksilver is pretty badass, but I think the Flash can kind of do everything Quicksilver does. But he has um, he has the advantage of the Speed Force. Okay, good. I didn't want to bring up the Speed Force, but thank you for bringing it up. I think I've asked you this before. What the fuck is is the Speed Force? Why does it exist? Please. I'll do a simplified version, and Tucson can correct me when I get obvious shit wrong. The Speed Force is a force, obviously, hence the fucking name, that allows objects or people to defy the laws that normally apply to using speed. So, example... If the Flash ran as fast as he could without using the fee- speed force, he would die from the friction in the universe. Right. He would die from hitting the ground at that rate with his feet. He would die from punching somebody because his skeleton would pop out of his spine. Yeah. The speed force allows him to circumvent all of those things. It allows him to manipulate every aspect of his body, and he it optimizes all those different abilities that's max so for example you freeze him in a block of ice he can vibrate his atoms and come out of the block of ice without you know the atoms shattering or bumping into other matter and breaking apart or whatever it is that you would be the specific problem for that okay so i understand the function of the speed force but is it sentient does it think i wouldn't say it thinks but it, it, it's it's like heaven that's the that's the best <laughs> okay. thing i can, can compare it to when a speedster dies, they go into the speed force. And their essence, by far, fuels the speed force. So then that way is going into the next person that is able to tap into it. Okay, so when the Flash dies, his body de- into deteriorates into, like, energy. energy into another dimension? That's pretty much what the speed force is. Okay, It's an interdimensional energy ah. it's not a set place no no and it can be used no matter what time period you're from so you can be in the 1800s and still be able to access the speed force you can be in 2055 and still access the speed force so how do they access the speed force i mean some people Not use it for accident yeah some people um are just able to do it by like like Johnny said, through accident, um, some people, like Johnny and Jesse Quick, were able to access the Speed Force through a formula. Three times two, nine Y, Z, four A. And then, yeah, Mark Wade, who was actually a physics uh, student who started just loved the comic book so much, he started writing it. And when he took over the Flash, put a lot of physics into that. So, and then he was the one that really created the Speed Force. The 90s was a good time in comic books. Okay, so... The Speed Force... Fuels the power. Mm -hmm. The Speed Force also inherits the power of the person that's being fueled... When the person dies. The Speed Force powers the essence of the person. And then when that person dies, that essence goes back into the Speed Force. Would that be an accurate way of putting it? Say that one more time. The speed force powers the essence of the person who uses it. And then when the person dies, that essence that tapped into it goes into the speed force. So it's like Hakuna Matata. No, the circle of life. Kind of, but for the speedsters. Okay, so. If there is a dimension strictly for the speedsters, 
is there a dimension strictly for something else like super strength do you think that would exist in in the DC universe I think that's hard to say because there's so many different ways that people get super strength in that universe some people get it through dark magic some people like Superman convert sun rays some people like it's there's too many ways that you can define that like how is it that like doomsday is super strong in comparison to like other people like dark side who can wreck the shit out of like Superman without too much of a problem so okay here's what it sounds like to me and you guys can correct me it sounds to me like somebody came up with an idea to rectify super speed in a universe that doesn't need the explanation I don't think that's true like I think because so wait, ask that one more time it was an explanation that wasn't necessary in that universe like you don't need to justify having super speed right? because super speed exists in the universe so why explain it my argument would be they give a justification because there's certain people that also have super speed but they're not but, able to tap into the speed force yeah and they're not able to do the same things that say the flash can do like superman superman has super speed but he can't access the speed force um, so does that mean Superman is slower by he comparison? Is slower than the Flash. There was a comic book that they made originally. I forgot what year it was where they tied, and then later on they retconned and they had another race, and the Flash just straight up destroyed him. It's like I didn't want to make you look bad, pretty much. Oh, so that Superman episode Rebirth. was? You're talking about Flash <laughs> Rebirth when they were when uh, Superman was chasing the Flash. A uh, uh, story by Jeff Johns it came out a couple years ago. And Superman was like, well, you know, I won some of those races. And Flash goes, those were for charity, Clark. Bloop! <laughs> and does a sonic boom and leaves Fla- uh, Superman in the dust. And they were running on water when that happened. Okay. So you're telling me that the Superman episode where they're racing is bullshit. Flash would have won. bullshit because that's a different universe. That's a Superman. Because oh, okay. remember, in DC comic books... Every show is pretty much its own universe, okay. except for Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash. <laughs> they're they're all in the same universe. Um, now, Supergirl's getting ready to join that universe, also, which I can't wait. I I don't think there's ever the been a older, better time. younger uh, cousin of Superman. Yeah. Have you guys seen the new uh, that announcement for the new Justice League cartoon for Cartoon Network? Justice League action. Oh, I gave up. <laughs> After Justice League and Teen Titans, I stopped watching anything with superheroes on Cartoon Network. Teen Titans was good. Teen Titans was awesome. It really was. And then he turned it into Teen Titans Go, which is some... I looked at that, I'm like, that's too japanese for me. Like, like, it's for fucking children. I mean, not saying that it wasn't originally for children, but that one is... You can like, see. Like, Teen Titans original, that, that dealt with, like, serious issues, like betrayal, identifying yourself, like, hormones... Uh, when Beast Boy fought Adonis and he ended up getting, like, that, what was it? I forgot what it was, like, Sludge? And he turned into, like, a were-Beast Boy thing and he had to kind of come to terms with his new form. Damn, I forgot about that one. Or, do you guys remember Young Justice? Young Justice was... Um, for those of you who don't remember, it's okay because it went on for, like, one season. Two, two, two seasons. Two seasons. It was and, amazing. And 
they gave up on it because it was supposed to be for girls and nobody liked Young that. Justice was for girls? Yeah, the, like, it, not entirely, but you saw how they introduced a lot of, like, female superheroes. Yeah. They did and that. And, the second season. and the main idea was they can't... Unfortunately, this is the reason. They canceled the series because they wanted to make toys, and they felt girls wouldn't buy the female superhero toys, so they canceled the show. What fucking dickheads, man? Because it had great story. It had great fucking stories. And then you mean to tell me you cancel it over some bullshit like that? That's like Beware the Batman. They didn't give Beware the Batman a chance. uh, Not... Not saying all this because I'm a big Batman fan, but that really was a decent show, and it did not get enough time to fully develop. Do you think the Brave and the Bold got it to do though? I think the Brave and the Bold. I'm not gonna lie to you. I liked it. I liked it because it introduced the younger generation to new superheroes. Like you saw Plastic Man, you saw Guy Gardner, Green Lantern. Most people don't know who Guy Gardner is. Um, you saw Dr. Midnight. You saw the Justice Society of America, which was the first superhero team in the 1940s during World War II. You have, um, who else did you have in there? Uh, the Last Boy on Mars, uh, not Mars, on Earth. I think his name was uh, Kurt. It started with a K. And it was uh, from a comic book from when my father was a kid. Then you had Blue Beetle, Ted Cord, and uh, the new Blue Beetle, Jaime Reyes. Then you had um, Black Canary. You had Huntress. You had... Dick Grayson Robin, you had Aqualad, you had Speedy, you had Flash, Kid Flash, Jay Garrick, the original Flash. You had a whole bunch of guest stars and a whole bunch of people that didn't know who these heroes were, who these heroes are or were, and they're getting their due, or not even getting their due, but they're getting a, a good introduction to these characters. And I feel like that's that was a good thing for Brave and the Bold to do. In terms of how, and it reminded me of the Adam West <laughs> Batman. You dig what I'm saying? So I, there was a bit of nostalgia on there. I mean, I'm just still hung up on Young Justice, so. I still watch it They got to the part when Wally dies, and there's no conclusion to that. Nothing. And he don't, he they could in the third season they could have brought him back. They could have. There were like dozens of different ways that this could have been done. Nothing. <sighs> we don't know shit about it. And they just ended it so abruptly. Fucking bastards. Cartoon Network lost his way, man. Cartoon Network lost he's putting on weird ass shows like Adventure Time and motherfucking Like what happened to Toonami? It's still back. Yeah, but it's not it's not, it's not like they don't have Robotech, they don't have Sailor Moon, they don't have Dragon Fighting Ball. Fighting evil by moonlight. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I was just gonna, like, what do you call it? Actually put the song in at that part. <laughs> just five seconds. Sailor Moon! Sailor Jupiter! Y'all don't remember the cartoon from when we was kids? Yeah. Me and Amanda had an argument about that show a week ago. What happened? Just like who our favorite Sailor Scout was in the series. Jupiter. Who was yours? Jupiter. Amanda? Sailor Mom. My guy was Tuxedo Mask. Not gonna lie. You know, in the, like, the actual comic book, he was, like, way better. 
Like really? he he apparently he learned martial arts. He used weapons in the in the manga. He didn't just throw roses and shit. He actually fought like a regular person. So you think he could beat Racer X in a fight? <laughs> I like Racer X. You don't like Racer X? I said I like Racer. Oh, X. I was like, God, who? What did Racer X do to you? Let me stop. Speed Racer. They came out with some new versions of it. Oh, fuck that. Uh, I gotta delete that. Don't mention that bullshit. <laughs> I was about to say fuck that thing in the neck, but I don't know if that would be an appropriate thing to say right now. And then, uh, you remember the movie? No, I didn't see the movie. You mean the live action one, right? No, I didn't want to see that. No. No. Yeah, they totally, 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 they raped Speed Racer. They didn't even take him to dinner. Like, they didn't even kiss him. They didn't even kiss him goodnight after they did it. It was just, I'm done with you. <laughs> Seriously, man, that movie was some shit. Of all, like, ugh. After they made the live-action version of the Flintstones, I trust no movie I mean, to do a cartoon. talking about the one with John Goodman? It wasn't that bad. I walked out on that movie. I've never. I have. I wanted to leave within the first six minutes of that movie. I looked at my mom. I'm like, "Can we go? Can we just go?" It wasn't that that bad. I've never walked out in any other movie in my life. Never. That movie was kind of trash, though. I mean, for what it was. I mean, it had Halle Berry. Had 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 Halle Berry. Yeah, Halle Berry. Azu. No, she was the assistant to some guy. Um, that's I think Rosie O'Donnell was in that. Man. You guys see the look on your face, Johnny? <laughs> so I can't stand this shit. It wasn't bad. The second one was horrible. What was the, the... Uh, Viva Rock the Vegas. One? Rock Vegas. Viva Rock Vegas. Viva Rock yeah, go, go take your kids to see Viva Rock Vegas. Driven the Flintstones. I'd rather have the clap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So here, here's one for the books. Best superhero cartoon of the 90s. See, I'm always stuck between three. I'm always three. stuck between three. What are the three? Batman the Anime Series. That's my top one. X-Men. Oh. Spider-Man. I think yeah. Batman. Definitely Batman. Okay, why Batman? Because I'm going to tell you why I say those three. <laughs> I have, like, the super generic point of view that I just like tech superheroes, and I feel like that they're always the most awesome. I don't like... I've never been an X-Men fan. Whoa. Like, I get it, they're fucking awesome, but that was just wasn't, like, the thing that I was super into. I... Which makes no goddamn sense. Did you watch the cartoon, though? I watched the cartoon, but it wasn't like I was super into it as much as other... When you guys get a chance... Audience, you guys, too. Go on YouTube and t- go to Honest Trailers. Do you guys ever watch the Honest yes, Trailers? I watch Honest Trailers all the fucking time. Did you watch the one that they did for the 90s X-Men cartoon? No. You no. need I, to watch it. One? A while ago, you Ooh, need... I go on that, like, every week. How have I not seen that? to watch it because they talked about how many times Jean Grain moaned in that <laughs> show almost every episode oh 
Almost every episode. Almost every episode. Do they ever use the theme song in the movies at all? Not the cartoon version, no. And that was a dope-ass theme song. So, alright. So, what about you, Rolando? I would say... I thought it was Batman, but now you're telling me it's Spider-Man. I, I forgot all about Spider-Man and X-Men. I I like X-Men for the for the weird shit that happens in that. I like <laughs> I like Spider-Man for being for introducing me to a lot of weird shit in Spider-Man. Okay. Like uh, uh what's that lady that blind uh one of the is she a supervillain? Madam Oh, Madam Web. Madam Web and all these other weird Superheroes that I didn't even. Not better than sexy Spider Man. Oh no! <laughs> Spider Man, Spider Man does whatever a spider can. Shoots a web and he's hot. Godly. My dad actually bought that as a um, VHS. <laughs> oh, nice. And that's how I, that's how I got into it. And then you remember the seventies one Spider Man and, and Friends and his amazing friends. Yeah. Uh, Ice Cube. Man and Firestorm. That was like the worst voice for Spider-Man for 60s Spider-Man. It sounds like he's explaining Yellowstone Park. That's the voice that that's for. Okay. Did you like the the 3D one? The like Oh, the one that came on on uh, MTV? MTV? Yes. When Neil Patrick Harris as Spider-Man. Yes. Yes, he was fucking amazing. He was great. Actually, I have that somewhere. I need to find it. Uh, for me, like I said, all three. I like Batman because that that was the the cartoon that just did it for me every day at 4:30. P- yes, I remember the time too. At 4:30 p.m. on Channel Five, when we was kids, it would come on, and Mark Hamill was the Joker. Kevin Conroy is Batman. You know, those are when you think of like Batman, you're gonna think Kevin Conroy. You think best voice, Kevin Conroy. And there's been plenty of Batman cartoons where they had other people voicing Batman. Alec Baldwin's brother, Billy, voiced Batman in one of the DC animated cartoons. Kevin Conroy is always going to be Batman. Always. Always, 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 always. And it's weird, too, because it's not just I like him because he's the first. It's just because he's the best. Yeah. Like, he's... Like, when you think of Batman... When my newborn is born and he thinks of what Batman is, he's, he's he better be thinking Kevin Conroy. Which you have, we have to make sure yeah. that we introduce him. Instead of like baby Mozart, it's just like... He'll, he'll, don't worry about it. He, he's going to have... An, he or she is going to have enough uncles to make that happen. And an auntie that's going to make sure. <laughs> um, Damn. So, yes. Batman, because that kind of introduced me into the canon. Before I could read, I was watching Batman. And it was something about... That character that just stuck with me. He had no superpowers. He was rich. I always wanted to be rich. <laughs> he had a cool car. You know, he had a sidekick that was, or a partner that was always with him. Uh, it was just, it was just amazing. It was, uh, and then, and as an adult, I appreciated more because it had adult situations. Like you didn't realize it. Cartoons that you can enjoy as a kid or an adult, like. Right. The kid might get it for the action, and the adult would get it because of all like the background and stuff. Yeah. So uh, episodes like uh, his Silicon Soul, where Batman, and this is probably my favorite anime series episode, where Batman gets a computer clone, 
of himself. And the clone ends up sacrificing himself to save Gotham City. Even though he was about to destroy Gotham City. But he realized, like, what am I doing? This is not me. And he destroys himself. And Batman asks the question. Was it, you know, did his program, did it, was, did it, what, ah, was his soul able to corrupt the program into, you know, or did he have a soul because he was a machine? And I had, that really had me thinking like, damn, does, you know, does a computer have a soul? Does, you know, like it, it really makes you wonder because anything that has any kind of energy is alive. We have like, we have energy in us, you know, our brains fire neurons. neurons. And neurons are, you know, exactly. So in some way, shape, or form, your computer is alive. And I just begs the question, damn, does everything have a soul? You know, when we come, when we die, do we, you know, sometimes do we come back as inanimate objects or do we come back as people? So, I mean, I guess that that made me think about it. Um, And plus, in the style of it, it was futuristic, kind of, or it was modernized. But it was also based out of, you know, the 19... They had cars that you would only see in, like, the 1930s and 40s. You know, it was real noirish. And it was it was perfect. It was perfect. I liked X-Men because it was just... I mean, the theme song. You can't get past the theme song. But anyway. um, The story's in that. Even the story, the stories in that kind of reflected of the 1960s, you know, just with racism and all that. So I got in that kind of, I didn't know it at the time. I just, X-Men and uh, Wolverine and Cyclops were my two favorite X-Men. Period. You know, I liked Cyclops because he was a leader and he always seemed like he was in charge and he knew what to do. And Wolverine was just fucking free. You know, he can do whatever he wanted. He's like, look, fuck you. I'm going to do what I want to do. Although Scott is a little bitch in the movies. Yeah, I didn't like that. I mean, I'm not gonna go like that. That's far. Not, not the, Scott and Logan represent those two extremes, also. Like the stickler for the rule versus, uh, you know, the cowboy that's gonna do whatever the hell he pleases. And they kind of try and keep each other in check, to varying degrees of success. Obviously, and it doesn't help that they both wanted to smash the same woman, but and the same woman wanted to smash the both of them. Teen Gray, you. Uh... That's a story for another time. Uh, or even the conversation for another time. But, uh, and Spider-Man. Spider-Man was just awesome. Another show with an amazing theme song. With an amazing guitar solo. Yes. Did they always have Venom in the intro? Yeah. And before he was even introduced in the show. Then you, and then one thing I liked about Spider-Man is that you knew what you was going to get. You knew it was gonna, you were going to laugh. You knew you was going to enjoy him swinging around the city and just, you know, just laughing at everybody. Or not even laughing at everybody, but making a joke out of every situation. You know, and I think it's psychologically, I think that was his way of uh, coping. With all the shit that he's gone through, yeah. I think I like his... Uh, the animated series is voice better than any other voice. I think Neil Patrick Harris was alright. But like I always go back to that. Like it's almost too cheesy, but at the same time it's it's fun to hear. Yeah. Like he sounds like he's having fun doing that voice. You would. Um what else did I like about and I like the science aspect. You always learn something in one of those cartoons. 
you've always learned something. There was always like a little summary at the end of X-Men, you know. So Professor X, what did we learn today, X-Men? We learned that Apocalypse is a dickhead. You know, um, and Spider-Man, you, you're learning some type of science. You know, neogenics, you're learning biology at some point. You know, with the lizard, that's biology. Um, gosh, you're learning physics at some degree. You know, when he, when you're shooting a rock at something, you know, gravity is going where and this, that, and the third. Um, you just learn a fucking lot. You learned a ton. And I, I feel like that's a lot of things that is missing in today's shows right now. Especially in like the cartoon. Have you, like, there's no Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Kids are fucked yep. now. Kids are fucked. They will never know the joys of waking up and seeing Jason go, Tyrannosaurus, you know? <laughs> or Tommy going, Yaw! They'll never know the joys of that. They will never know the joys of that. Or Mask Rider. You guys remember Mask Rider? <laughs> Beetleboards. Beetleboards. Oh, God. People don't remember Beetleboards. <laughs> it's, it's a, and it's on Netflix. Uh, tell me if they have VR Troopers, because that's like... I don't think anybody remembers VR Troopers. Dude, I, what was it? Ryan Steele was the main character's name? Come on, dog. I remember <laughs> that show. I had the... To- Look, me I went too. to my I parents. Had the shit. I had I went to my parents recently... And I I picked up the toy. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> I just started kicking the legs a little bit. I was like, oh, I haven't seen this in so long. I thought Bob threw this out. Oh, man. But that show, I tried to watch that recently. I couldn't get through an episode. Hmm. Huh. So it didn't age well. It really didn't. Oh, that's kind of depressing. Like, I tried to go through. You remember how when Ryan got his new suit? I tried to get that far into it. But I ended up skipping mad episodes to get to it. <laughs> and then when it was taking too long, I was pressing fast forward. I was like, come on. What's, an, um, what's something else that didn't age well that I couldn't get through? Nah, I, I got through a couple Power, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger episodes. I will um, not lie to you. I don't think that the original series will ever get old. Is when they got into space that I was kind of fucking done with that. Really? I liked it when it was in space. I thought that jumped the shark t- way too fucking much. And the kid that transformed, like he aged when he transformed to the blue turbo. I was like, are you are you serious? <laughs> that shit happens? No. No. You let a 10 year old be a power. I man. could accept that your ninja costumes were more powerful than the metal armor. I refuse to accept that you can fucking age. Fuck that. And then de age after you finish. Yeah. <laughs> Well, have you guys seen the new armor, though, for the new movie? I want to fucking scream. Have you not seen how ugly those costumes yeah, are? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty bad, man. They're pretty fucking ugly. It's like, um... It's like that... You ever seen that Robocop movie? The newest one? Mm. It looks like that. Yeah. And that's when I was saying, what, they're making Robocop look like fucking Nightwing or yeah. something? All black costume? <laughs> and running. They just look so weird. They look so robotic. And, like, the girls have, like, these breastplates that are fucking huge for no reason. Yeah, they're teenagers. Well, yeah. Boob armor. Boob armor. I mean, there's no, there's no traces of the white yeah. thing right there. It's just a crystal shit right there. Like, what the fuck? Hey, hey. I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm gonna, can, can, do you mind if I show you the picture? Go right ahead. Because you're going you're gonna to want to be like. See if you can fuck? find Rita, too, because the new Rita looks kind of trash. She looks hot, but she doesn't look like I wanted her to look like. 
Anyway, let's end this on <laughs> on that. Note of let's not actually having me <laughs> curse people out for fucking ruining this. All right. So, uh, any last words, gentlemen and lady? My last words are: are we're gonna put an introduction for this later, right? Rather than just an argument about why Anakin's a bitch, right? I cannot confirm or deny to be there to be an intro to this. Okay. Um, peace and love to all of y'all. It's good being back on this and. God damn, I miss you guys, yo. More than y'all know, I miss this a lot. It's always good to nerd out. Yes, it is. All the time. And shout out to Johnny for having these two Batman statues. They're Uh, fucking amazing. I think I'm gonna, yeah, I'll take a picture of it and put it on Instagram again. Dude, oh man. Can I take a picture holding them real quick? Yeah, go ahead. The little one is mine. He's not that Just be careful with them. We also have the Joker thing in the back over there, which you can't see. I promise you I will. The last thing I want is you mad at me, mommy. Any last words? Anakin is not a crook. She she says bye. Uh, You can catch us on... Let me see if I remember this. Talkshoe.com. Spectacular something or other. You can also catch us on Instagram. Uh, Spectacular something. You can also catch us on Twitter. At HMS Spectacular. You can catch Tucson at... Oh, Kid Drummer on... Oh, Kid Drummer 89 on Instagram. And... What is my name on Snapchat? <laughs> I, t- the same thing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can Twitter me on Piragua Riptide. <laughs> you can... That was upset stuff. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Uh, you can catch me at... My Twitter handle is at beta gruff, beta underscore gruff, uh, and my Instagram is the same. You have an Instagram? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not know? What the fuck? You got a yeah, Snapchat yeah. now? Yeah, yeah. You didn't put boobs for days. <laughs> Hold on. I got a fucking friend this Yeah, man. This shit is... Yeah. I'm stepping up. All right, guys. So, on behalf of everybody here, we'll see you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.